0: Welcome to the Hottest Wellness Podcast. I've got time with Sherry and Shaquayla. Here we discuss personal growth, relationships, and healing to become aligned with the best version of ourselves. Hey, y'all. Hola, como estas? Bien, you too. Mm, Pushing it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys, as you can see, we have a special guest this week. This is our first guest of season six. I'm so excited to have my cousin Imani back. Six is my favorite number. Really? Three is my favorite number, but six is second. <laughs>
1: we be lying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, if you guys remember Imani, her and her husband, Tyler, came on our episode. What is it like? Why did I get buried or something? Something or like, like that. Yeah. That's fair. So um, she's here with us again. And before we get, anything, get into anything, we want to brace you guys with a trigger warning. Um, cause today we are doing a murder mystery episode, so there are gonna see some things that may be triggering to you that could be possibly like traumatic or something to experience that you had, and so,
1: yeah, yeah, respectfully, murder mystery, cover your ears,
0: how y'all feeling today? I feel excellent,
1: I um, feel yeah. glad to be here, I'm glad you're here too, I'm like yeah. so excited, how you feeling baby? I feel good, you know, playing it cool. Thinking about what I'm going to eat after this. What you want to eat? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you be saying I'm thinking about what am I going to eat, and but I really don't think you be thinking about it. Because, like, what <laughs> is it, like, just fast food places just, like, running past your mind, but, well, like, you can't decide on any I of just think them about, or? like,
1: what different things taste like and what I would like to taste. Like, what
0: you want to move for? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you need to move in a little bit more, money.
1: I feel like I'm here.
0: You do? I do. All right. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm chilling. You know, I'm so glad that my family's here. I never get to spend that much amount of time with your kids. And like, that hurts my heart because Monty's like literally my third child. And so. Which is a
2: weird relationship because I'm like your third kid. But like, we was like low-key married when I lived here. But then like. It was weird. It was a weird relationship. We've like, said that
0: before. Our relationship is definitely strange, but it's normal yeah. to us, and that's all that matters.
2: I don't even think to explain it.
0: Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. You think we family? You think we in a throbble? I mean, a... No. Oh.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, just to be... Clear, me and my cousin have never had sexual relations in my Bill Clinton voice.
1: I did not have sexual relations. Respectfully, with that woman. I
2: feel like <laughs> well, <laughs> as a black person, I should not have to say that. I'm Alabama.
0: I feel like you never know. And just because we said thruple and like we used to be married,
2: just gotta make it clear. clear you know? Relationships, cousins, it's all up. It,
1: this is
0: the internet, people
1: take that stuff in the room a
0: million ways. <laughs> You have to take it around with it. <laughs> Does anybody have anything they want to get off their chest this week?
1: Mm. I don't think so. Um, I just. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm good.
0: You good too? Hmm. <sighs>
2: my brain is firing off um off my chest personally or just like yeah you personally me personally um the dysphoria wars i'm tired of them i can't keep getting on twitter and y'all worried about who paying half to be. and um also marriage roles i just don't feel like it's 2023 i just don't feel like that should be a thing um And also half of y'all are not in relationships. So why are we talking in hypothetical scenarios? (laughs) Um, You've quite literally not been invited on a date in years. Why do you care who pays half? Um, And I just don't mean that disrespectfully, but I mean that in the sense of let's be real with ourselves and think about the problems you actually face. Do you have food in your refrigerator? That's something you could tweet about. Damn, I'm poor, go fund me. But I feel like we have to stop like just wanting to be a part of something and just kind of be... You'll find your tribe by being in the lane you're in. That's, a fact. That's been on my chest. I'm so sorry.
0: I'm glad you got that off. Yeah, thank I you. mean, I agree with everything you said. It's nothing we haven't said before, for sure. Stress yeah. me out.
2: I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Don't let these niggas on the internet stress you out. You know what I'm saying? Because they will. They absolutely will. That just reminds me. Let me do not
1: disturb. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, y'all know I got to get something off my chest. Um, this week, Cherry sent me a post from Complex. And it says the Wakanda Forever star. Which I'm loosely saying star because I feel like out of all the people in the franchise, this is the one we're not going to call a star. Um, What's his name? Tanash Huerta was accused of sexual assault. And um, this is like the fifth person I feel like in the last three months in some type of franchise that have been accused of mm-hmm. sexual assault or something like it or just being harmful towards women in general yeah. and it's just like now i've complained about these this before how like as a makeup artist i can't like just get a job on a movie set because you have to be like inside of a a guild or like um mm-hmm. what do they call them like um you know all like where it'd be like they protect you and like make sure that like know, a union? Yeah, union. Okay. So I would have to be a part of something like that in order for me to get those certain type of jobs. And the same thing goes for actors. They're like in the all kind of actors guilds and like, you mm-hmm. know, actors unions and stuff. And they have to do certain things to get in that, but like where's the background checks? Where is mm-hmm. the let me make sure this person hasn't committed any federal crimes? Respectfully.
2: I just kind of feel like at the same time, I'm not saying that he did either did or did not do what he's been accused of doing. But I just find it really strange how and I do understand that, you know. No, as a matter of fact, I don't understand. I don't understand how you hear like this situation with him. And then you hear the situation with um, my man from Creed. Mm. And then you hear Mm -hmm. these situations and the face that you always see is a brown person. I feel like the fact that, what's his name? Ezra has mad counts of heinous crimes against him. And he's still acting. They haven't pulled his contract. They haven't postponed his movie. And I feel like they have the complexion for protection where they can commit all of these atrocities. And their face is not the face of abuse or sexual assault but he just started his acting career as with old boy from creed yeah he's been in other stuff but that was their big motion pictures and we're taking that away from them before we know if they're guilty or not and i just have to think about the fact of i have a black son he's not even just a black son. i'm not even gonna say i just have a black son but i have a dark skinned black son so if he make it in whatever career he choose He not only had to work three times, as hard to get there, but he only have to make one mistake to lose everything. And I just don't think that that's fair or inappropriate to just assume guilt because he don't look like, he looks like somebody that would do that. And I don't like that. And it makes me uncomfortable because it's like, when I read his apology briefly, not only does he have tens of thousands of people saying he wouldn't do something like that, But when he explains it, and sort of like, realistically, as a human, I was with somebody, I dated somebody, she never accused me of these things until after we broke up and this happened. It's like, that I've heard girls being vengeful like that. And I'm not blaming women at all. At the end of the day, men call us crazy when we are right. They gaslight us all the time. And people believe them because women are emotional. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm not saying that this is true or didn't happen. But looking from a realistic point of view of being where we're from, he's not from nothing. You know, it's like you hear about dudes who finally get a good job. And here come old shorty, put him on child support. Now, she ain't wanted nothing to do with him till he got this job. So it's like when he it was expressing himself, it's like ain't nobody hearing that. And that breaks my heart because he could be 100 percent telling his truth. I didn't hurt her. When I was with her, it ain't seven girls coming up and saying I did this. It's one girl that I dated coming up and saying I assaulted her.
0: I feel like they'll all it take is one. And I think that I hear what you're saying, especially like, you know, we've been saying a lot lately about protecting brown and black men and just like advocating for them and creating safe spaces for them. But the amount of men who commit these type of things, I feel like we can't even let one slip through the cracks and saying maybe he didn't do it. Let's find out if he did it for sure. Like, I agree with you. Maybe he his whole contract shouldn't be pulled, but let's not give him no more jobs until we know for sure. Yeah. if To clear his name or whatever. Because everything ain't always... It ain't either always. It ain't always mm-hmm. like somebody definitely committed a crime or didn't commit the crime. Like with the whole Meg The Stallion situation. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like all the time, the whole time people were saying, let's give Tory the benefit of doubt. I don't think he did it. I don't think he did it. And then turns out he he did that shit. You know what I mean? And so I feel like he do need to be held accountable to a certain extent. Just like um the other dude from Crete. Like, I don't remember his name. Sorry, y'all. But... Jonathan
2: Major. Yes, Jonathan Major. So sorry for calling a um, man from Crete.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like, um, all it takes, like, if is one person to say they felt unsafe around you and we don't know what was happening in and out of his relationships. I'll mm-hmm. tell you one thing. I've been in an abusive relationship and I didn't know until years later that I was being abused. Mm-hmm. I was existing in that relationship and I'm pretty sure that person, if I called them abuser right now, they would be like, what? I'm not an abuser. You never said I was abusing you when we was together. But Mm -hmm. they was. I was being abused emotionally, verbally, um, financially. And so... Who knows? Yeah, I
2: mean, I definitely think that the lines can be blurred, especially when it comes to it's not outright like he caught her in the alley. It was like they were in a relationship. And those lines do I think can get blurred. You know, it could be something as simple as she says she wasn't in the mood, but then she felt coerced too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, did he flat out pin her on a bed? No. But at the end of the day, she felt in that moment she was violated and he did not. He felt like they was just in a relationship and okay, she finally agreed to have sex, finally. Like, so I do I can see like, that point of view as well. What do you think, Cherry?
0: you the consent queen. I feel like you should have
1: something to say about it. I that. am the consent queen. Put me in my place, Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because everything that y'all are saying is like... All of these things can be true. Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't know. and Honestly, even with the justice system, we still never know if somebody actually mm-hmm. did something or not. So... I think my only issue with it is just stopping somebody from being able to provide for their family. Like the whole not giving him a job until we know whether or not he did it. He can get other jobs. He just can't be
0: the star of a franchise. I feel like that's ridiculous. Now it's people, kids wearing him as costumes and all Mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. And I feel like that's where it's like, no. Because this is a huge franchise, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you get brought on to a franchise like this that could have another 10 movies if they wanted to, they need to make sure, and that's like where my grievance is coming in, is that they need to make sure that they are casting these people and they are legitimately not fucking criminals. Like, that's all yeah. I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, Obviously, in this situation, I didn't even know the full details that you said about like it being his girlfriend and somebody he was in a relationship with. All I knew was he was accused. And at that point, how come y'all are the last ones to find out about it? You know, like, yeah, why are we finding out about this at the same time as you? Yeah. And I feel like that's like, irresponsible on their part because yeah. they do make big movies. They create big stars. And those stars gain influence. Mm-hmm. And they have the, the power to impact people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: I think like what you're saying is true. I think, but a lot of the times they don't, like we see a lot of Nepo babies. I feel like there's an increase in like known Nepo babies. I think a lot of times like it was like hidden. Like you mm-hmm. found out later Angelina Jolie was a Nepo baby. I it's like, <laughs> but she's so good at it. so it's like I feel like before they was kind of like not mentioning it because they knew like everybody else would kind of be like well is this a conspiracy like is my dream to be an actress not gonna come true because they hiring their daughters Mm -hmm. so it's like I feel like that's something they kind of kept on the DL until rather recently where it's like I feel like Gen Z they'd be like my daddy Eddie Murphy yeah and I'm gonna be a star of this show so you're gonna watch it for that very reason so I think that now we just kind of see that They really bred these people. These people never made mistakes, at least that we would know about, Mm -hmm. because they literally had a PR team since they was 10. So I think that's when you take like Jonathan Majors, and I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try to because that's disrespectful, but they were from the gutter. They actually didn't have a PR team. So the mistakes that they made, and Jonathan Majors' mistake technically happened live. This was after he was already a star. This Mm -hmm. happened in a car on some Icatina shit. So... That happened live too, so that's put to the side because technically outside of that, it does seem like he does have a pretty clean record. He hasn't been accused of anything that we know of uh, other than that. And then his situation, it was his ex. So I don't think there's no way for them to have known that he did that because that was between the two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, but other than that, I feel like a lot of times when it is people like us, like if, you know, if any of us take off, y'all would have a hard time. My PR team would be working overtime.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna be scrubbing the internet, <laughs> oh. like you said. What? Why would you say that in 2012? <laughs> Listen, it's they're like, gonna be scrubbing the uh, ground like amigo. Okay, so
2: sorry, I do apologize. <laughs> My apologies. Um, I did not mean to say that. But here we. And times change, things change, and what's acceptable now was not acceptable, and what was acceptable is not acceptable. So I think that obviously abuse in any form was never acceptable yeah. of course not saying that but just as far as the any mistakes that we made that we don't really see as mistakes when we were 16 we chalked because we didn't have a PR team yeah. when we were 16.
0: So. I mean that's just like another thing that go into privilege and that goes like what you said at the beginning of the conversation it's just like white people are afforded a lot of more mistakes or mess-ups or they allowed to experience life freely without it being held against them later. Yeah. Um and that sucks but it also doesn't mean that black and brown people should be able to do whatever the fuck they want to that just means white people need to be held accountable but the thing is is that we hold each other accountable in certain spaces that Mm. white people do not yeah they give each other a million thousand passes
2: i will say i don't i feel like as black people we hold each other a little bit more accountable now as far as like the younger generations
0: but Oh, no, definitely not the older generation. Uncle, they're, Uncle they're sweep, Esther. They're to the sweep it under the rug Yeah, type, all, all So day.
2: that kind of stuff where it's like, that's in every community. Don't nobody. It's like, oh, you're racist for for white people, you know, you know, <laughs> you're racist. So, and I'm a liberal, so I'm not going to talk to my granddad. That's one thing. But in our community, it was like, Uncle Esther, you got to wear a turtleneck and sweatpants or, and stay in there, out, out of the room with him. Mm-hmm. But he's still coming to the barbecue.
0: Yeah. That's another conversation on another day, child. Like, for real. That's wild. Um, Well, y'all want to get into the affirmation of the week? Let's do it. This week's affirmation is, I am safe in my body.
2: Y'all go ahead and start that off for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This affirmation is really to just ground yourself, you know, sometimes we be having anxiety or even sometimes when we get triggered, when we talk about things like murder or sexual assault or just any type of physical abuse, you know, that can be triggering depending on what experiences that we didn't in life. And so this affirmation is just to ground yourself and let you know that you are safe in your body where you are right now. You are safe. And if you're not, please remove yourself for getting help. We can't help you. We on the internet. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you want to tell everybody what our main topic is today?
1: Um, well, I feel like you kind of told them. Um, this week we're talking about murder, unsolved murder.
0: Yes. So this was Monty's idea. Her and Tyler love listening to murder mystery. Like I've never not listened to not one murder mystery podcast. So I hope we're doing this right. Honestly, we're doing it. I've
2: we're doing it time. right because we're doing it authentically. Period. We're doing it right. Yeah. I don't think I'm getting the hang of this.
0: <laughs> money is literally a star i'm just like waiting for her to realize this so if y'all want to drop in the comments like img management some type of modeling like let's just it... don't cry about my tweets from 2012
1: <laughs> you gotta scrub your tweets
2: <laughs> i've tried and i'm sorry it doesn't matter if i take off today or tomorrow niggas a part of my cat It's that's that's me that's
1: Th- i feel the same way that's it i'll be I in mean...
2: interviews. I feel it.
1: like niggas fine, it's just like, what else are you saying? That's the hard point.
2: ER sometimes. Okay. So well. don't cry about that either. That's a joke in the inner black community, you know? Yeah. So
0: yeah. it's some stuff that I'm not willing to explain because I know it's not offensive, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's some stuff that I'm just not going to explain, or I'm going to explain it once or twice and then it's like, don't talk to me about this no more like the whole cowboy hat situation you know we was mm-hmm. we're still getting ate up in the comments because people were saying i was being a culture appropriator By when, what? like because i was wearing a cowboy hat oh that
2: that's stupid the original cowboys were black thank you when have white men uh, ever called themselves boy <laughs> has that been a thing
0: mm. well first of all before cowboy was a word it was native people because they herded cattle. But then white people came in and almost killed every last cattle you could think of. That's a whole nother story, but Google it, you know what I'm saying? Just so that native people wouldn't have access to mm-hmm. food and the supplies and the furs that they provided to keep them warm in the winter, they was doing it to control and manipulate. So them.
2: basically what's happening to us now I mean it's been, back
0: then. Yeah. I mean pretty much, yeah. So I mean food deserts. it it literally literally that so and um you know what I'm saying once they decided they're gonna take over this herding cattle and horses then what are they gonna do they're not gonna do the work that's hard fucking work
1: Mm -hmm. being
0: a cowboy which is really not what y'all think it is. Which is roping around and being and in the contest. Like, <laughs> like that's... And um, being on the rodeo. That's like really not what cowboy is at all. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like actually shoveling hard labor. cow, cow and, and horse shit. And like caring for them. And all that stuff. Like that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, it was something that was indigenous. And then it was something that they taught to Mexican people who are also indigenous. Mm-hmm. Mexican people are indigenous because Mexico was America at one point. It was the entire California, Texas, Arizona, and more states. And then um, once the enslaved black people took Mm. over the job, they were known as cowboys. Before that, they was known as vaqueros. And so if you are not indigenous, if you are not Mexican, if you are not black, then you probably were not a cowboy, an original cowboy. And so, for you to say that I'm cosplaying or I am being some type of like offensive person is just fucking ridiculous. Because only my ancestors would have participated in that, not yours. And that's the that's that, that's, the, that's last the last time, time we're gonna talk something. about it. Yeah, that's the last time I'm gonna explain it. Um, Her. so we all chose three different murders that we wanted to discuss, and we're going to decide on one of them live here in color. I wish we had like one of those. You remember back in the day when people would call in and vote on um, American Idol? <laughs> <laughs> text now. 877 <87742. laughs> Which murder mystery do you want to hear today?
2: Standard text message rates might apply.
0: <laughs> I feel like between me and Monty talking so much, Cherry's going to be so quiet. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm a talkative okay person. It. I'm okay with that. But you can not No, you're me. not okay with that.
1: Um, So, baby, who'd you pick? I picked... The Notorious B.I.G., um, also known as the King of New York.
0: I thought you was going to say his government name,
1: I did, too. Well, <laughs> also known as Christopher Wallace. Oh, what a name. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I hear his name
0: in my voice, my voice, the voice in my head is his mother, like, Christopher Wallace.
1: Really? I was yeah. thinking, like,
2: when you, when you said Christopher Wallace, I was thinking, like, old-timey, like, George ever. Washington.
1: What was is don't do it again. Don't do it again.
0: <laughs> Don't do it again. Don't Y'all know what his mom sound like. Don't be funny. No.
2: <laughs> I actually didn't know.
0: You didn't ever hear his mom speak? What? After this, you are going to die laughing. Oh,
1: my goodness. Okay. So, the Notorious B.I.G., um, as a lot of you know, he was a rapper. A very talented rapper. Um... After, this was after his first album was released, titled Ready to Die, a couple weeks before his second album was going to release, called Life After Death, Um, he was at an industry party, and they were leaving the party, he got in his truck um, in the passenger seat, Um, I want to say Diddy was in the truck in front, and there was another truck. Which there was a police officer in that in that truck, um they start driving, they get to a red light uh and Impala pulls up, shots fired, Biggie's dead, mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. and nobody knows no who, shot, who did shot. it um some people think that. Suge and I had something to do with it as some form of retaliation for Tupac's death. Because this was also six months after Tupac got shot. Not
0: to mention they was all sending death threats back and forth to each other. It was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, that was also during the whole East Coast, West Coast beef. It was a lot going on. It really wasn't safe for niggas to be out there. Um, Some people think that the police did it. Some people think that... It was his own management. It was his own management. Sometimes people work
0: dead work more dead than they is alive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you ever seen that show Who The Bleep Did I Marry? Or like them shows you be seeing those people on there, they be like worth dead more dead than they alive yeah. and then they be getting killed by their partners. Like that'd be crazy.
2: That's dead. That's why I never live my life. Um I don't do it on purpose, but I'm also glad that I don't come off as a ray of sunshine. And the first ones to go. She lit up a room. She's dead.
0: <laughs> so No, because honestly, wherever you find somebody who is a light in people's lives, there's always going to be somebody standing right to the left. One of Giving it. them the evil eye. They want to dim it. They yeah. want to dim that light. Wishing that they was them. Wishing that people loved them the way that they did. And yeah. They I say... Could, I can see that totally being a thing.
2: Evil lives forever and the good die young. That's just specific. It's just... Basically, to get from that message, it's just be the worst you could be. Then you'll live forever. Um, Absolutely
0: not. No. <laughs> I've said this before on like, one of my TikToks. And I, I've i never said this point. But, like, what I believe is that the universe is expanding. Like, say this is not a timeline. But the universe is expanding at all times. And say this is the high vibration energy. This is the low vibration energy as much as we make the vibration higher, the low vibration is also going to continue to expand in the other direction. So although we be thinking it's so much bad in the world, there's just as much good in the world. It's just based on your perception and like Mm. what you are choosing to see as good around you. Mm. And then if you don't see it as good, then you're in that side of the spectrum where the bad is just getting badder. And then you start to manifest bad stuff into your life. Not saying that anybody deserves bad things or anything. But like when you start to think about stuff a lot, when you start to like talk about it a lot, like you'll eventually manifest it into your life too. So. You know, that's why I don't even think about haters. Like I don't think I got one hater. Like I, it's probably not true, but that's what I believe. Like who's hating on me? Like that's ridiculous. I'm so nice and cool. You yeah, know, I mean <laughs> I had a couple people. But it's a couple people that might want to get you. So who did you pick, Money?
2: Um, I chose a man named Ronald Owens or Roland Owens that's what he checked into the hotel as we don't know if that was his real name or not because this happened in like the 1920s 1930s so take that with a grain of salt a lot of people was just allowed to use fake names because who the f- was gonna check it and what was they gonna check it against so <laughs> like did they even have ids back then i don't think so no. I, I think they just went by a family name so you know like in the country they'd be like oh the the townsends live over there so they would just go by that's larry Townsend, and everybody knew because everybody knew yeah so again that's what he checked into the hotel as it was in kentucky in kentucky of all or no i'm so sorry kansas missouri so it was in missouri of all places so that probably was not his name (laughs) um but he checked in to um what was that hotel
0: the presidential the
2: presidential
0: hotel which Which
2: is like a hilton or something it's not
0: a hilton it's like a hilton now
2: which somebody bought that
0: it says hilton presidential that's
2: crazy but um so Shay actually found out that the like on the comments a lot of people are saying that it's haunted i didn't know that when i picked it
0: Mm -hmm. i just you know some people they're like ghost hunters in the sense that they like go looking for mm-hmm. ghosts and people will go stay at certain hotels so like one of the comments i seen the girl she was like looking for that experience she was like yeah the hallway was like long and long and dim and dark and scary mm-hmm. and like i wanted it to be but then she said the hotel room was dirty so like don't go there don't book it with them ew yeah if you do just get an airbnb in the
2: area and just go to the hotel at night
0: Like investigate
2: and go home um but so basically, he checked into a hotel, he was sketchy from jump. Like he had said that his friends was coming later to this day. No staff from that time, which again, this is from the 1920s, 1930s. So not a lot of people alive to tell. But from what they got and in that moment, um, there seemed to have been a bellboy and a maid who kind of and who were in this room interchangeably a lot. And so um. Whenever they would go into his room, it was never another person there. But people next door could hear other people in there to the point that one lady reported it was a party going on at 10 o'clock at night. Again, nobody, they ever, never saw anybody actually in that room. But they heard multiple conversations, multiple voices, um, yelling and screaming at one point, Um, a lady and a man. Like, it just was a lot of discrepancies that they kind of all remember vaguely. But again... early 1900s so you know um and so basically he checked into this hotel he only kept one lamp on the whole time his room was pitch black dark outside of that whenever they would go into there um and basically uh, just the quick summary is that no matter how many times they went into the room room empty um, except him, um, when they kind of checked on him, a thing that I kind of visioned in my head because I didn't watch any like reenactions of this story, but every time they went into the room, it seemed like he was getting progressively worse. Mm-hmm. He started out fully clothed on the bed in a suit, checked on him again later. He was half-dressed saying he wasn't hungry on the phone to somebody named Don, who they never met this Don. Um, next time they went in there, he was face down. He appeared drunk, naked in a bed. And then the next time they go back in there, He's dead. He's in fetal position, holding his head. His head is bashed in trigger warning. This is what that was for. Um, He has cords around him like he got choked out. He got stabbed in his chest. It punctured a lung. I mean, this man was tortured. But keep in mind, people heard partying. They didn't hear screams of terror. So if he was tortured, it was quiet Mm because nobody said there's a murder going on next door, you know, stabbing somebody in the lung. Yeah. something you would scream you know like i you would try to at the
0: very least so i don't know And that definitely sounds paranormal to very me. passionate about this story because what ain't no way he was sneaking all them people in the back door like party tonight like, but y'all could come in one at a time i know it was the 30s <laughs> but like come on now yeah.
2: I actually didn't even look what it looked like in the 20s i'm sure it don't look like the hilton now
0: um Let's but the building build is still it. the same, you know what I'm saying? The building is the same. I seen old pictures and new pictures in the building look how the building look, you know what hmm. I'm saying? It's like a big ass square building and it's a lot of rooms from the top to the bottom, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how many floors, but somebody in the review said stay away from the 13th floor. I don't know what they got to do. That's
2: weird because his room was what 1046, 1046. so it would have
0: been on the 10th floor. But so, yeah, I mean, it probably hmm. was multiple things happening in that hotel. And mind you, this is the 30s. I so thought hotels didn't have 13 floors. This is a time floors. when people can, um, mm-hmm. where'd you hear that
2: at? I thought hotels didn't have 13 floors because it was like bad luck for mm-hmm. hotels to have 13 floors.
0: No, hotels be having Those 13 be floors. Having, really? Bad floors. Yeah. I know they have
2: a lot of floors, but I always thought that they would thought like they just skip skipped it. Oh, no,
0: they don't be skipping it. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. But weird stuff do be happening on 13th floor. I think really? that's like literally like. We don't have to get into it, but like the thirteenth number is supposedly like you know, it's like almost I don't want to say like a portal or like uh, a like doorway, a
2: dimensional doorway,
0: right? Interdimensional to, to certain things, to certain entities, and so I could stand behind it. You know, you could put that with three thirty-three in the morning, and the next thing you know, you're getting haunted on thirteen-four, my nigga. Um. Uh. So, the story that I chose was Shanquala Robinson. I feel like everybody kind of knows about this one because it's kind of recent. She went on a vacation with some friends to Mexico and she never returned. Um, What happened was, honestly, based off of the evidence, I feel like she was beat to death and the police have not charged anybody. They've made the statement that they will not be charging anybody. And basically, she went to it on a trip with friends, and she came turned up dead. And her friends came back from the trip and reported she was dead. Did not bring her body back with her or anything. And so that left her family to scramble trying to figure out what happened. Of course, the what they said happened was different than what was on the autopsy. And on the autopsy, obviously, she had sustained injuries to her neck and her t- her back which was her cause of death. Mm. And they was trying to say that her cause of death was alcohol poisoning, which it wasn't. She wasn't even over intoxicated at all. And so um, I wanted to discuss this one because although we know what happened to her, there has still been no resolution in the case and there won't be no resolution because they chose not to um, further investigate Mm -hmm. when I feel like there is one person who should be um, charged yeah yeah i agree so um what what story do y'all want to go into detail about like what do y'all want to like actually learn more about for real (laughs) you know like what makes you feel interested um everybody gotta put in a vote
1: y'all go first no oof
0: (laughs) (laughs) not we got a libra and a gemini this is gonna take all day no it really is i'm so sorry um uh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> you gotta pick one. We literally been playing this for months. Like, you can't pick your own. You gotta pick. Um, if I
2: had to pick between Biggie and Shanquella, Shanquella, um, I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like i feel like i would probably choose biggie but only because with shanquillas um that's all i'm gonna get is the video i got and their testimonies like it's no way for me to truly dig deeper there Mm -hmm. aren't that many witnesses other than the people who have just been exonerated of their crimes so it's kind of like I can't really say more than what's being said on the matter because mm-hmm. I mean I can replay that video as many times as I want to which I can't because I don't like seeing stuff like that but that's not gonna tell me a new version of the story that I haven't heard before Yeah, okay. we know that the murderer was in that room we know it probably was the girl that was t- hurting her yeah but it's like ultimately it's like I would have to reach for the conspiracy of did the cartel get involved? And that's why they stopped the investigation to actually have mm. back and forth dialogue about it. If yeah. that makes sense. I don't
0: think it had nothing to do with the cartel at all. I don't think so at all. I think, um, it was just a case, of one girl, honestly, really being jealous of another one. Cause literally they had a whole physical altercation but shanquilla wasn't fighting back she literally was just on Mm -hmm. the ground in fetal position getting her ass beat and like i watch bones a lot do you you love bones love bones and you know i'll be learning stuff from that show like you can learn a lot from that show and when you think about the time of death they said she died like 15 minutes before like you know Mm -hmm within her injuries her sustaining her energy she she, her injury she died within 15 minutes of that and so obviously yeah but i agree with what you're saying because it's like kind of we know what we know and -hmm. they're just choosing not to press charges which is fucked up
1: yeah so yeah i feel like in situations like that i'm um yeah go ahead. i feel like in situations like that everybody should be charged if you're standing there watching and letting it happen, you should be charged. I agree. If you're standing there recording it, you should be charged. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you're the person that did it, you, you should, should be, be charged. charged. Yeah. I agree. Why are y'all just letting somebody just get beat up like that?
2: I agree, because I feel like smud is illegal. You can't record yourself you know hurting people so how can you sit there and be a bystander it's the bystander effect essentially but I feel like how can you sit there and record something you could stop I mean it was like three dudes in that room y'all can't restrain one woman so I do agree y'all had the strength and the means to stop the situation and didn't because it was more entertaining to watch it go on people are entertained by all types of sick things that they go to jail for that should be added to the list I agree you
0: never know like I've been in situations too where it was like a group thing or whatever and I felt very isolated from the mm-hmm. group, or just like you know, even though it never escalated to something like a physical altercation, mm-hmm. if the amount of people that not really vibe with you outweigh the amount of people that is, or sometimes people invite somebody on a trip just because they want to have somebody that they feel better than or cuter than. Yeah, than, for like, sure. Whatever the thing is. That's so weird. And it's it's weird. weird, but it's definitely a but thing. It's, a thing. it's definitely yeah. a thing. There's girls who hang out with girls that they think they better than or cuter than just because it makes them feel better on a daily basis. Yeah. I've heard people say the most harmful things, most fat phobic stuff, like, having a fat friend just because they know that more guys are going to be attracted to them than a fat friend. And it's like, first of all, big girls pull it. Niggas. That's the first thing they really do. <laughs> and <laughs> I've never seen an ugly, big bitch. I, you know what? Let me be completely honest. I've, I've never, never seen like one. They have the most
2: beautiful, pretty beautiful faces. No, they do. 100% and always the longest, thickest, healthiest hair, which hair don't grow. If you for real, it really don't be growing. If you let you healthy. So, something in that diet healthy. So, shout out, because I do love that shit. <laughs> I do love I ain't it. I never seen I personally, I agree, I've
0: never seen it. So, I don't normally quote Drake, but I like my girls BBW. Period.
2: Mm. I mean... <laughs> It's definitely something there. I mean, you have whole entire tribes in parts of Africa who the bigger you are, the more desirable you are. So I think the fact that we're not desiring a certain body type is just because we've just been conditioned not to. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying us in general, but I'm saying just like... Because it's always been a plus in the Black community to be thicker. So I think that it is just the fact that America's culture is the skinnier you are, the healthier you are, even though bitches are throwing up in the bathroom after every meal. So... I mean, so I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you don't not like big women because you don't like big women. You don't like big women because you've been told not to like big women. Yeah. Yeah. They've always existed. Them Greek women, them wasn't size one women. Them statues, y'all see them girls had rolls, honey. And men were making them out of marble. So clearly big bitches ain't never been a problem. It's been this thought of the more malnourished you are, the better you are and it's like that's because your country is fucking poisoning your food obviously they don't want you to be like huh i'm supposed to be bigger than this why am i not bigger than this girl because you're sick
0: (laughs) you're sick and they're telling you it's beautiful so listen this you know that's another story all the time we talk about like beauty standards and stuff like that in America. One, they're not meant to fit fit people of color anyways. Ever. And so that's why we shouldn't be applying them to people of color. We shouldn't be black as fuck and then thinking about how white people see us. That's weird to me. That's weird. It's so anti-black. It's ridiculous.
2: I definitely care more about what black women think of me. I don't care what black men think because again, they crave something I'm not. But as far as black women, just not even on a romantic level, but just like a, if a black woman walk past me and be like, your hair look cute. I know my motherfucking hair look cute. She ain't just saying that. And I'm happy for the rest of the day. You can't tell me absolutely nothing. So, but it's like, if a white woman say my hair cute, this shit could be grown out. I could have fucking cotton balls hanging off the bottom of them. That means nothing to me because they be like, love the hair. <laughs> Yeah. And <laughs> it look a mess. So. It's like
0: literally <laughs> an ongoing joke right now on TikTok about how like white men love a black girl with a bad wig. And you see, you hear me? There's nothing more that a rich white man love is a black girl with a bad wig, child.
2: I'm telling you, you gotta look like you straight off this fucking production of a Tyler Perry film. And he <laughs> wants you. He wants mm-hmm. you bad. <laughs>
0: like <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like they don't have like any anything to go from of what's like a good hair and a toe up i
2: I don't get it i don't get it because you really will see some bad black women middle part bust down fresh out the salon is she just too unapproachable
0: like is that intimidating this is crazy because remember i sent you that clip or whatever i ain't gonna name the podcast because this is nothing i want y'all to go see don't ever (laughs) even look this place up (laughs) Okay, I don't know who this white dude is, but apparently he's half black, which makes it even worse. Mm -hmm. Because you got a whole black ass daddy and this is the stuff that you're spewing on the internet. Um, He looks white. Nothing about him. You would never guess that he had a black daddy. Okay, and he over here talking with another black man and they talking about, um, I guess, being attracted to black women, but... He essentially says that he cannot really fuck with black girls because they intimidate him sexually. He said black girls fuck back. That's the first thing. Okay. (laughs) And um what else did he say baby? He was saying some very he was saying stuff that was borderline harmful. The black girls fucking back that was the funny part. Mm -hmm. But the other part he was saying is it just seemed like he was making us sexual objects.
2: Which we have been since the beginning of the Atlantic slave trade. Yeah.
0: And it just was weird. He was like you know like basically that black women are intimidating and stuff and it's just like i don't understand it but i um i i i don't understand it but i understand it in the fact that i've experienced it around white people Mm -hmm. like literally with my job that i quit it was almost half of the staff i knew that they was intimidated by me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it was just like Literally, I ain't give no reason to be intimidated. I'm like one of those people that work this way different than they is in real life or whatever, in a sense that I was like so bubbly, so happy all the time, like mm. smiling all the time, just making people feel good about themselves. And so it's so weird that you will be intimidated by me. Like, why? It's because I'm amazing. And you yeah, see that as but something that's a that given. You're not. Yeah. That's a given. But.
2: I also just feel like our work ethic is different because it's that whole work twice as hard to get half of what they got. And I think that when you put us in an environment where everybody is pretty much laxed or nepotism, then it's like, oh, I actually got to do my job now. Uh, It's better to just get rid of you than to actually have to do your job. Oh,
0: girl. Now you're speaking on something. So. It's so easy. I feel like for sure that um, my boss was starting to do things to escalate me, to make me want to quit mm. because she ain't have no valuable reason to fire me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this was already after I put in a month's notice, it was like, girl, which is wild, which is wild. Let me get these last two weeks out uh, in like and, say, and live your life. Cause with me, you get a, how long
2: I live in Ohio. Ohio is a what state at will. Okay. And I'm an at will quitter. I will quit on the spot. You will never hear it coming. You will never see it coming because you already got somebody who could fill my position, lined up their resume in the fucking fax machine, getting ready to get sent over to HR right now. So why should I stress about giving you a warning when if you about to fire me, are you going to give me a warning? No, No, you're going to let me work the whole day and then tell me at the end, I could have been using that day to find a new job. But you waited to the end of the day to tell me I'm not coming back. No. Mm-mm. You'll find out when I'm at home. I'm gonna text you.
0: Listen, I will not be coming let's back. Let's be clear: the one month notice was for me. I was trying to get a I couple extra for weeks you, of checks because we got just... vacations coming up, my baby birthday coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like the month notice was for me. It was so that I can get have a month to build up my clientele with Full Moon Beauty. Mm-hmm. And she knew that. And it was basically
2: like a do it or change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I get that 100. percent I was just saying as far as like. Uh, you know, but that,
1: <laughs> you know,
0: I think I'ma actually vote for Biggie too, cause after like discussing the Shangela Robinson a little bit, I felt like yeah,
1: yeah. I need you to lean this way. Yeah,
0: see, that's what I was saying. I feel like you need to be more in, it. like <laughs> <my booty> cheek. <laughs> Sorry,
1: <laughs> no, it's okay.
0: Yeah, that's way better. Okay, so um.
1: I feel like that was all the details. Then that's two
0: out of three, so that's really all so we need. So that's big. Okay. That's a majority. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you and, now you scream. Now you're under pressure.
1: <laughs> you now you're what? on the now spot.
0: Just
2: now just it's time and
1: to and,
0: talk, uh, uh, Cherry. Like,
1: what happened in the case? Uh, um, what happened? I mean, good. that was pretty much the details. So, uh, so I think at this point, since there's so many
2: um, conspiracy theories on who did it, let's just all admit who we personally think did it
0: really i don't think i can admit because i don't want to uh something bad to happen to me personally like i know y'all think this is like all games ha, ha, he, he, but like some people really do be coming after people and stuff like that and they like, do. i'm gonna be famous or whatever they do so um i i can't say who i thought it is but what i will say is that i think it was his management that's what i'll say okay personally and who do you think vaguely Um,
1: this is all alleged
2: Uh, i mean obviously i'm not a detective
1: we don't have the we don't have the proof um what's your opinion this is gonna sound like a cop-out kind of but i think that everybody was involved
0: i Mm. think his management
1: was involved i think that there may have been an agreement between the management and the like a two birds one stone sort of west deal coast like they group? all got something out of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think that the west coast group was in involved. collaboration with the police mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think everybody had something to do with it okay
2: yeah. that's fair that's fair what you think I no not that i'm hearing that it. it's like low key truman showy <laughs> <laughs> um i would say prior to this revelation um i would have probably when I think it was an artist Mm -hmm. that was big at that time, I feel like y'all know who I'm talking about. I personally feel like um, that this artist was behind this and a lot of other atrocities. So Mm
1: -hmm. I don't
2: I you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, a couple of people involved are known for doing mm-hmm. very terrible things to people mm-hmm. yeah and so. have the
0: access to cover it up or exactly. whatever have yeah. the access to work with law enforcement possibly pay them off cover mm-hmm. up details and this was the 90s so like even though they had like some technology it's definitely not it what wasn't it what it's today not. Yeah. or whatever and it also was like not ineffective like people getting involved in the case and stuff like say if they did detective got this case, that detective got this case. And if he closed it, it's closed. Yeah. Whereas like nowadays, like we can hold more people accountable. We can like Mm -hmm. keep calling our legislation. We could be like, we want to know what's happening with this case. Like, you know, they didn't do that then. it was like that was that was it. One hundred percent. I kind of want to talk a little bit, I guess, like about the details of the murder, though, because like that's what the murder murder mysteries do, right?
2: They do the both. They kind of come to their own kind of conclusions of all the outcomes of who could have possibly done it. The fact that it hasn't been, you know, ruled on officially and the detail of the, of the, of the case leading up to that.
0: But I thought somebody actually was charged in his murder. Am I making that up? Um,
1: I'm gonna say yes. Yes. Because somebody the whole tra- thing is they couldn't figure out they couldn't figure out who was actually involved. They couldn't when the Paula pulled off allegedly the cop that was in the other truck went after it but it couldn't catch up so mm. they didn't even catch
0: okay it said that, that um they did accuse several people but, but nobody man. was officially nobody was even arrested. arrested at all so
2: i think that kind of low key i think because like y'all said it was the 90s anybody could have done it it was one of those who done it situations where it literally any a, a fucking person who had no idea who was even in that car could have done it you mm-hmm. know so with all that being said with it being such a conspiracy and no arrest being made it's so crazy to me because it's like i low key feel like if it was a big big cover up you pay somebody to take the fall Mm-hmm. Like with any of those situations, they have some random person who didn't, oh uh, like uh Nipsey.
0: Oh hell yeah! Like that let's be fucking for real. Shit. That was a payoff,
2: but whatever. That's not here nor there. So like I feel like especially within the nineties, with it not being no proof whatsoever, they could have literally found somebody who really needed the money and been like, just say you did this. Your life ain't going nowhere anyway. Mm-hmm. Might as well get a big paycheck for your family.
0: And the fact that they didn't even do that, that make me feel like the police wasn't as as involved as, involved. as we think it mm-hmm. is because then that's when like the payoffs really come into place mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because now they're like going through certain things to make sure that this person gets
1: charged or yeah whatever. um well i mean you know there's always the the way that our culture is set up
0: don't you snitch. don't see
1: anything anyway don't you know yeah. i'm not about to say that i saw the There was a white truck that went in between Big's car and the car that the cop was in. So that could have been like a distraction or mm-hmm. just to make sure that they couldn't get to him. Because Diddy's car went through the lights. So it was just.
2: Yeah. His I don't know. There. I think that that's true. I think that the fact nobody was paid off and the fact that, that even if somebody did witness it. They was either made to shut up or just stood by black loyalty code of we don't snitch, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: which is harmful. But at the same time, I definitely 100% understand why that's always been the thing that's been passed down to us. Because at one point, you know, I mean, you still can't trust law enforcement. But at one point, there was at least no cameras and no social media to post your interactions with them. So it was like, don't call them to this neighborhood. Don't snitch. Because... Yeah. They'll shoot this whole block up and then say that we was rioting. Yeah.
0: So Yeah. A lot of people even say like it was retaliation between like him and Tupac because they had like their own individual beef going on. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, like after Tupac had got shot in New York, then Big dropped the song, Who Shot ya? Which was wild. <laughs> the beef was crazy back then. Um, that was
2: one of my favorite disses on t- other than my my favorite diss is No Vaseline by Ice Cube, but <laughs> that's second, for sure.
0: First of all, I've never even heard it, but the fact that it's called No Vaseline has me sick. Oh,
2: he went crazy. <laughs> I think Easy E might have called it the worst. You know, rest in peace to your boy. Well, you know, who, who knows that type of person he was behind closed doors, but ultimately, you know, the fact that Ice Cube to this day, don't regret putting that album out. I mean, that, this type track out.
0: He would. He, he meant everything he said because, I mean, this is so off track. But that that. In the 90s and 2000s, people in the music industry were stealing so much money from the artists. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Wax. So I feel like anything that man said on that record was valid. He
2: was coming hard. And I can really appreciate that because you know how many people try to get him canceled for No Vaseline because he said a lot of derogatory things. But at the end of the day, time period for one. And then for two, he meant that with his chest. You can't take, like we look at art and be like, oh, this is a woman getting murdered, but I shouldn't say anything bad about it because it's art. Just because it's on a picture. So that's his art. That's his music. Don't say shit about it. That's mm-hmm. how he felt. That's his art. And that's the picture he painted at the time that he was living in. They That man had a wife and kids. They took his money. I would have been in there throwing shots. Y'all would have been mad.
0: I'd have been your mama, mama. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of um was wondering like even if the intent was to kill him or was like so like when I was like looking up the details of it you know he got shot inside the car he wasn't pronounced dead at the scene he wasn't Mm -hmm. pronounced dead and today was at Mount Sinai Hospital Mm -hmm. and his injuries though was his left forearm and his back and back left the thigh and like depending on where you get shot at in your arm or your thigh that could not even be fatal but I think it was fatal because of his weight his income with his weight and the injuries and amount of blood that he lost. Yeah. That's how he died. It could
2: have been something as simple as his
0: blood not clotting appropriately. It yeah. Anything. And so even though his his death was from being shot or whatever like that or whatever, it was I feel like it was a combination also of his pre-existing conditions, too, that caused the death. And so maybe when they shot up his car, they was trying to scare him or mm. injure him, but not kill him. Was, was it just Biggie him. in the car? no it wasn't Mm-mm. just him who was in the car um let me think. i forgot the guy's name
1: was it like security or not really it was his niggas it was his mm-hmm. camp yeah like
0: because it was more than one car it mm-hmm. was like his car behind his car was like diddy and somebody else was diddy in was that in car front. diddy was in the car
2: in front he was in a car in front of theirs mm-hmm. and then it was biggie's light car light who right. was in the car with one other person who was like a part of his crew
1: um let me get. I think it areas. was two other people in the car. Because
2: I find like I think from a civilian point of view, especially like a non-famous civilians point of view, we always think that the target is the famous person, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes that's just a
0: distraction.
1: I think he absolutely was the target.
0: Do you? Oh, I mean, I mean, they say it was Lil C's in the car. That's what they say. Lil C's was. in when the Wasn't somebody the else actually. driving
1: though? I it. It don't matter.
0: Either okay, way. this is crazy, but in 2017, the car that Biggie was shot in was sold for $1.5 million. And
1: hey, who bought it?
0: Girl, you
1: probably smiley white. hmm
0: Because who else would get off on that? hmm A 1997 GMC Suburban. The car was bought at a public auction. Um, it don't say who the buyer is y'all so yeah so, they so if it don't like, say yeah go with the color of the article <laughs> um yeah so. i don't know
2: sometimes in my head like i do think about stuff like that like how sometimes the target is not the person you think was the target it was just the best way to describe to like hide what you did like if me personally like you know if let's say like I have a personal beef with somebody, but I know that they got like a famous cousin, if I don't want to get caught, I would definitely attack them when they was with their more famous counterpart, because A, everyone's going to think it's about them, especially if it's during a controversial time in their life. And B, they're gonna be so focused on finding out that person's enemies and who would want to hurt them they're not even gonna think about well who would want to hurt the other person in the car so i I personally if I just in the in the mind of a murderer I would mm. definitely if you was hanging out with somebody who was more famous than you I would definitely wait to use with that person to take you out because I, that's the easiest way to get away with a crime no one's literally ever going to
0: suspect I did this yeah. I honestly think it could have been people that was like somehow was like gang related in a sense or whatever. Like they needed to get some stripes mm-hmm. and with all of the East Coast, West Coast beef going on, like very publicly, they were saying, fuck the West Coast, fuck the West Coast. And then they bring their raggedy asses, like no shade and rest in peace to Biggie. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not dogging them on a personal level, but like, why the fuck would you be doing all that shit, talking all that shit? And it would literally be in the hood in L.A. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. crazy to me. Like, you be thinking that you're so big and you got this security or like nobody. You're so untouchable. But like, you, you we're literally not. We're not indestructible. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it could have very well just been that. Like, they could have been rolling down the street and be like that's that nigga big wasn't he just talking all that shit i'm about to get like an
2: outside person
0: yeah i'm about to get like so much street cred from this and literally shot up the car you know what i'm saying like it could have definitely been something like that and it could have been something like on some gang shit of people that fuck with tupac in la and was like tupac just got killed six months ago we Mm -hmm. think it was biggie's people who did it because there was a lot of speculation with that Mm -hmm. and and it was like we're gonna get him back facts and they did
2: that's why the thing with unsolved mysteries are just so i think addictive because we all have that main character syndrome and we all kind of want to be right so conspiracy theories and the fact that they haven't been solved yet it's just a way for us to be like i'm right i've solved this and nobody else gets it with me
1: mm-hmm.
2: so we i think that's why we all do have different opinions and it's good because it's good for dialogue yeah and we know we'll never know unless, you know, it was for street cred. And that person is on death row now. And then they pop out and be like, you know what? I'm on death row. I did it. I did it. I shot him. So I did it for street cred and now <laughs> I'm in jail. So it really don't matter. So, um, we, might, and, and honestly, the craziest part to think about it is life is so weird that the person who actually shot him could have died the next day. And so we will never know mm-hmm. who did it.
0: So, yeah, that's very well true. You know what I'm saying? The, and sometimes, like, stuff be getting handled in the streets, if you know what I mean. Street like, justice. If you from the hood, then you know, like, they might never see justice in a courtroom, but mm-hmm. trust and believe that some sort of justice was made. Rather, it was their cousin, their mama, their grandma, them personally. Mm-hmm. And they would, like, they, basically, the police would never know that this is the person that committed the crime. And now they're they were retaliated against. Like, mm-hmm. you would never know. L.A. is so big like yeah you never know for sure so i guess like that's where we can come to our conclusion with that everybody did it everybody (laughs) (laughs) um if y'all like we can move into mental health matters so moni this is our segment where we kind of just like give them some advice or just like speak about something that is bringing awareness to mental health especially to the black community Okay. Um Cherry, since this was your case, what advice do you have for our listeners? Like what can
1: they take away from this like unsolved mystery? Well, with this, I wanna bring attention to um Biggie's lyrics, even the name of his albums. Um his first album, Ready to Die. Pretty straightforward about with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that whole album is filled with depression struggle suicidal thoughts that's actually the name of one of his songs on the album and so when it came to a second album which is called life after death i feel like (laughs) (laughs) tj i want to bring attention to Speaking things into existence mm. Life and death is in the power of the tongue That's what I believe So the things that you say They're gonna come to fruition In some way mm-hmm. And I feel like He literally spoke his death Into existence mm. Manifested And even it. the celebration after his death With his second album, Life After Death Because he died before that album came out mm-hmm. So yeah, I vividly
0: remember. I um, I agree with that notion for sure. I support that. I feel like definitely be careful what it is that you're saying and speaking into your life. Even like little stuff that we say when we be talking like, I'm dead. Like that is one of my favorite things that I'll be saying and I'll be like trying to unprogram myself because it's like one of my best go-tos because that's Mm -hmm. something we like literally say like all the time. It's like, I'm so weak. I'm so dead. But it's like, are you? You know what I'm saying? Like what am I manifesting in my life by saying that? You know? Mm -hmm. And that's something that we definitely need to think about and be aware of. I seen the TikTok not that long ago when this girl was saying how like one day she was joking with her brother and she was like, what if you just like died or something? This was the last time I sent you. And like, that was the last time she seen her brother.
1: I think I saw that. That it was, was that's
0: unfortunate. Don't do that. My mom be saying stuff like that all the time. Like, don't wish that on me. And like, if this is the last time you see me, it's because your ass dead. Not me. Don't be yeah. wishing that on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for real though. my I got like kids Manifesting ways. your own demise. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could see that. That's so, true. yeah. That's so true.
1: So yeah, be mindful about what you're saying. Stop saying I'm dead or all that other shit. Yeah. Cause Cause don't say laugh at my fucking ass off because your ass really might fall off. <laughs> <laughs> might end up like shorty on a she's got to have it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> Just fall off the stage and <laughs> it's yeah. all gone. Don't do
0: that. Yeah. That's nasty. I can't believe that now. Yeah. I can't believe that. Well, we can move into the breaks. I really don't have any new music this week because I wasn't focused on that. But we can do the music of the week. What are you guys listening to this week? Are well, you listening to
1: anything? I keep revisiting Meg's mixtapes. Which one? They really get me through. Specifically, Tina Snow. Mm, that's your favorite. Oh my goodness! I visit that's one that of my all the time. I was listening to it this morning. It just really gets me going. And, you know, just reminds me that I am that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I've been hitting up my Let Them Know playlist since I've been going to the gym and the poppin' playlist. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. What you listen mm. to, Money?
2: Um, I've been pretty much, hate to say it, but I've been listening to Megan. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to specifically the album Traumatized, though. Mm-hmm. oh really yes
0: is it like Tramazine is that what it's called yeah. Zine. Yeah. I like the name of that album but I honestly didn't get into it maybe I need to dub Um, back.
2: I was listening to it at first like obviously when you first start listening she is one of my favorite rappers but just like when you're listening to one of your favorite rappers you're just trying to get through the album to hear every single song mm-hmm. so like you know so I think you're just listening for like oh yeah this fire you're not really listening to like the words that are coming out of her mouth and I think that when I actually listen to it on a particularly bad day I listen to anxiety and when I listened to it, I was like, I am too a bad bitch. And I do have bad anxiety sometimes. So I think that when I actually listened to the words she was saying, I identify with this album more than I identify with obviously previous albums, because I'm not, you know, as I'm not a city girl, I'm married and i'm not
0: married too? i'm
2: not saying that they're not but what i'm saying is i don't live that life of getting flued out and i don't live that life of i don't identify with that and i'm not saying you shouldn't especially if you're 20 like me you should be doing those things i settle down too early but I think that since I don't live that life, I was just listening to like, oh, this is fire. But this is the first time I actually listened to an album, and I did identify mm-hmm. with the songs, and I was like, damn, I feel that.
1: Yeah, it's so. anxiety.
0: This the song she be like Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Bad bitches had bad days mm-hmm. too. Oh yeah, I do like that song. Mm-hmm.
2: So I think when I listened to that, and just like her saying, like sometimes she just really want to talk to somebody, but she don't have nobody who to talk to who would actually like everybody. Like she's naming these women off in the song. And all the women she lists are dead. And I think it's because it's like, she feels like in her mind space, the only people that can relate are the people who are literally dead. Mm -hmm. Like, so, and that's a real fucked up place to be at. And I think people hear that and they're like, oh, it rhymed. But just the fact that when you really just break that down and you think the only women she relates to are already succumbed to their you know the whatever it was whether it be you know overdosing what she admitted in that song she can't even handle certain drugs she don't have no escape she can't even handle smoking weed so it's like she don't it's not that she out here that's why she drinks so much and she even low-key saying she about to calm that down because it's not leading a productive life like she wanted It's put in her in these fucked yeah. up situations so it's like she don't have nowhere to go, like how we might relax. And then she don't have nobody she trusts to talk to. And the only women who have been in the spotlight and had these death threats and had these people calling them a liar and had just gone through this are already dead from it. Mm-hmm. So it's like she in this dark place where it's like, damn, is death better? Like, and that's the fucked up spot to be in. And I think that the song itself, although it is under anxiety, I, anxiety is very closely coupled with depression and I think that if you really listen to that you realize Megan when she wrote this album she was depressed like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and I think that all of us have been, have been depressed at some point and I think that this album really is not just her trying to hop back on the scene like this really was her baby I think the other songs were obviously her babies but they was more to get you you know popping but this is the first time where she's went through something so traumatic since her mother's death where she really put her heart into the music so whether it's received well or not that's a good ass album
1: yeah Yeah. it is a really good album I feel like people didn't gravitate towards it because it wasn't upbeat I mean it's some upbeat songs I think but I don't think that's it I think it's the sound because it still has that Houston sound Mm -hmm. like the music is very Houston and I think people just are not into that Mm-hmm. into right no, like, like more it's a not, pop rap yeah, you think?
0: Like, yeah yeah i think yeah i think it was mostly that and then i think that it was the, around the time that she dropped the album too you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like i feel like albums hit different in different seasons like yeah. right now that album was coming back and around because it's like warming up and to mm-hmm. me like meg is a summertime girl like whenever i'm playing her music it's probably summertime you know so um, that's fair yeah i feel that that's fair. I do think it
2: didn't take off as much too, like even couple with what y'all saying, but I do feel like it is more heavy material and people use music to escape those yeah. feelings, not to dive head into them. Except so unless like you're like, me.
0: Cause I be yeah, in it. I, I
2: just realized that I'm that person with yeah. this album. This was my mm-hmm. awakening album where I was like, Oh, I probably should listen to music with more substance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, no, Cause I definitely feel that like, but I be needing that because I won't allow myself to go to those emotional places any other time. So I be needing music to get me to that vibration so mm. I can release certain stuff or process certain emotions that I otherwise would be sweeping under the rug and keep going about my day and my life. Mm. And so I love that. I'm definitely gonna it back on that. Like now that really you good. gave me this whole like new, you know, yeah, perspective. Just on
2: find it. your song and just kind of listen to it a couple times. I think the album itself is. Very, very good after that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In my yeah, opinion. It's good. It's a good album.
0: Yeah.
2: But uh, I do love Tina Snow.
0: Yeah, Tina Snow's yeah. a banger. Um, And I love the, uh, just the cover of the album. Because it's like, get, oh my a little gosh, it's so, so
2: pretty. So cute. She's got yeah. on
0: the silver. It's like, yes, bitch. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. <laughs> well,
2: since we both talk, we all talk about Megan and Stallion. I know that you guys have probably already covered everything and stuff. But wasn't it really awkward not hating her and seeing everybody hate her online
0: i didn't understand why people was hating her and i honestly felt like it was just men i don't know if that was i feel like
2: it was mainly men but i also went with every man there's two pick me's because it's more women than men (laughs) so you have to do the math (laughs) so it really was a lot of women i don't
0: understand
1: it though like why
0: i don't understand it because just like what we were saying at the beginning of the podcast about like you know women and essay and stuff like that it's so weird to me because even if you've never been in a situation where you've been assaulted in any type of way you probably know somebody you probably got a cousin a sister or a friend Mm. and i just don't understand how people how women can lack empathy for other women we know how dangerous it is for us so even if there are five out of ten chances that the girl is lying or not telling the truth Mm. there's still the other five out of ten chances that a man did do something to hurt her Mm. which in my opinion is more probable because men don't understand consent they don't understand it at all. They did think a no is a an okay and a maybe. They think if they don't understand that coercion is also rape, and so with all of those things, plus the patriarchy and misogyny, I'm automatically going to lean towards the woman is probably telling the truth. So and not even that, but just even. bring race into it black women are just not the most believable of people
2: not saying we are not but i'm saying as far as like the world yeah nobody believes us until it happens and it comes into you know reality and everybody was like we never saw this coming. And it's like, yeah. we quite literally said that this was already happening. To but us that's and literally
0: every day. That's literally every day. So, it's like the voice, the video with me wearing the cowboy hat, the one that's been going the most viral. Every day, there's another black woman in the comments trying to debunk what I'm saying. And I feel like that gets me more upset than the racist comments, than white people who just refuse to understand mm. what it is I'm saying. But the fact that it's literally black women trying to debunk what i'm saying like you literally don't understand as a black woman what it means to be discriminated against is wild yeah and even if you don't understand that why are you not supporting me as my sister
2: that's crazy
0: yeah yeah it's crazy to me no i agree um the music i've been listening to this week is the high maintenance playlist so apple um music mm-hmm it's like literally a bad bitch playlist and they updated like every week with the new songs and so that's why i've been leaning towards it more than my own playlist yes. because they have the new music that's coming out and like we talked about a lot of the new music on the last episode glorilla dropping new songs um uh maya the dropping, dropping new music everybody's yeah. dropping and honestly women black women specifically and specifically, black rappers. We are. Doja Cat dropped today, right? Did it drop today? She
2: says six sixteen. Did she not?
0: Oh yes, yeah, she did. She oh did. my god! I'm
2: gonna have to check. It's it my out. birthday twin. Do you guys have celebrity birthdays twins?
0: Uh, Kobe Bryant is my celebrity Kobe birthday Bryant. twin, what which is it? so magical.
2: It is very magical. It's a magical number. I don't know. if I don't know if anybody has the
1: same birthday. I one.
0: feel like somebody has to have somebody your birthday. he has six, too. Six. Somebody's out here like, six,
1: six. Like, you oh, definitely got a birthday Please, they're not. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... It's a lot of people that are Geminis, and I take pride in that.
0: Uh, you shouldn't. Well, my husband's birthday is 6-7. I feel like you can only speak for yourself as
1: a Gemini. So... Uh,
2: I take pride in well, the, you in Google the that,
1: genius that comes with being a Gemini.
2: I share a birthday with Kim Kardashian, Amber Rose, two of Kanye West's ex, so that's scary as hell that's um scary. kim Y'all kardashian never kanye. amber i could well my husband was born a day before kanye west so or i'm sorry yeah a day before kanye west not carol baskin honey i know that's right um no oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait okay so wait Kim Kardashian, Amber Rose, oh, The um, Rock. Oh, The Rock. That's like one of you my got favorite the same people ever. As the Rock. That's, so oh is Bonnie,
0: too. It's I God. mean, Cherry, she loved The Rock. I
2: love The Rock. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. we twin it right now. I love I miss so The Rock. um Greatness. So you have The
0: Rock. That's
2: all I mean. And Carol honestly.
0: Baskin, <laughs> there's always
2: balance.
1: I
0: honestly, because you know how Gemini's is like two different people, and it's really giving. Like
2: Carol Baskin, Carol Baskin is wild.
0: Which you know they did find her husband. She that lady did not kill that man. Oh, so. what? <laughs> Where
1: did they find him? That <laughs> alleged. That's no. He's
0: came out. He's out here. He was. He ran away from home and tried to live a new life. That's what he was. I doing. I would be so mad if my wife being in a show ruined my
2: escape literally i would be so pissed off by that
0: and he's like damn i guess i'm gonna have to come out of here now like i really got to wait.
1: <laughs> i got to away before she this. go to jail yeah i would've sent her to jail i, I wouldn't know. have came out because he left, her, left for a I reason i would've let her go to jail <laughs> yeah i don't think i would see so y'all, <laughs> y'all think i'm a villain y'all think i'm a villain not really my my i didn't say
0: i would let my wife go to jail but carol baskin she could rot in prison she she's <laughs> done yeah. something she's that
2: well them animals Okay. you shouldn't have had them animals I yeah. will say that <laughs> nobody should have tigers <laughs> They should. I just state that nobody should have tigers
0: why do you have a tiger listen I'm um starting to be that person that felt like even zoos like if it's not an animal sanctuary that they literally had to save these and then how is a whole animal sanctuary in America I'm not trying to be funny but ain't no tigers running around here so yeah. y'all literally had None to of be these ship animals these niggas are over there they wouldn't yeah. be unsafe if y'all wouldn't stop bringing them over here I will shit. say my son
2: calls zoos um, animal jails. We don't go to the zoo. Damn. I don't. Honestly, it's just because of the
0: active I guards. stopped taking my kids to zoos, but I ain't gonna lie. We did go to Zoovies a few weeks ago, which was movie night at the zoo. How mm. was that? It, we, all we did was watch the movie, you okay. know. Was they it had like... King? No, it was, um, it was some movie with an alligator or a crocodile. Cro- it wasn't even like a pop. Loud, loud crocodile that's what it was oh la la i do like that that's i fell asleep movie. i was I like my that. kids was like you're not paying attention it's actually funny it's pretty funny i couldn't get into it it's i was funny. like why is he what and i was tired of him singing too it's like it you a musical get me. it is musical i was like no no it he was musical. giving depression the whole movie oh i mean God.
2: nobody was understanding him they were screaming.
0: So was like, I mean, he's an alligator, crocodile, or whatever. Like, what the hell? Which should get more it, respect
2: because that's like one of our last dinosaurs.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> more respect to loud, la crocodile. I um. Suppose. Well, you guys, it's the end of the show. Sad to see you go, but at the end of every show, we always set our intention for the next week by saying what we're making time for. Mm-hmm. So, um, what are you making time for this week? <laughs> Do you have an intention? Can you just enjoy your vacation? I mean, um, the gym. Oh, the gym. How's your workout journey, journey going? It's going. I went
2: on vacation smack dab in the middle of it, and I have been eating, and I have not done not a squat. So um, I would say it's it's balanced. I had a mm-hmm. real heavy week, then I would have a real bad week. So it happens.
1: Yeah. What about your baby? Um. I'm going to manage my time a little better. You feel like time's getting away from you? I feel like every single day, it's getting away. I f- every day this week, I feel like I don't have enough time to do what I actually planned on doing. Mm-hmm. Honestly,
0: that's mom life, though. I feel like you your weeks feel a lot different when it's not our week with the kids, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like Every time as a mom, you think you're making plans to do something, or you think you have so much time to get something done, Man. and then, like... The reality of your kids being there changes stuff. Mm Yeah. And so maybe that's what you need to find more balance with. Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like asking for help or the support that you need so that you don't feel like your time is getting away from you.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm here for you, girl.
1: Yeah, What's you making time for?
0: Um, This week, I'm going to make time, um, I guess, to be not to be more professional i guess like to invest into my business and stuff Mm -hmm. um i really want to open my etsy shop back up but this time i'm like gonna be sticking with the greeting card code for now and like only doing my prints and i want to like try and start like selling my prints to like local consignment shops and stuff Mm -hmm. i already reached out to one so i'm gonna like this week i'm gonna like spend more time and energy trying to like you know get that going get a couple dollars in my pocket and whatnot and yeah
1: yeah
0: and that's productive i can appreciate I'm here for that, that. Mm-hmm. so I'm here. you have to join us because like i'm gonna say without further ado and then we're gonna say i've got time all together is it, how quickly i'm gonna say without further ado and then we're just gonna say it all together like not quickly just in a normal a normal regular voice
2: i've got time <laughs>
0: <Mine>. okay <laughs> Well, without further ado, I've, I've got, got time. time. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs>